Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, this is the Product Purpose Kingdom Network, and this is Roundtable Ministries, and we have our quartet of hosts, uh, start with Elder Charles Lee, Minister Amen. Bernard Merrill, Pastor hey, hey, hey. Gillen, Family. and me, <laughs> Brother Rob. Okay, uh, let's get started, and um, real quickly, I just want to let everybody know that this is our 1,210th episode of Purpose Kingdom Network. And we are just so happy to be Amen. here. And uh, we just want to thank each and every one of you for listening in to tonight's episode, whether you're calling us via phone or you're listening to us online. We greatly appreciate your listenership, no matter where in the world you're listening to us. So we just thank you so much for supporting us here at Purpose Kingdom Network. So let's get started. Let's get started. And so our topic tonight is, you know, increasing the faith in time of need. And Amen. before we go on to our topic, I'm going to ask Minister Bernard to open the show in prayer. Minister Bernard. Amen. 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 Father, we, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you because you are amazing. We thank you because you are incredible. You are phenomenal. You just, Father, you are everything. We just thank you because you are so awesome. Thank you for another beautiful, blessed day you've allowed us to see. Thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you for healing and deliverance. Thank you, Lord, for your favor, for your love that is unmatched, unconditional, um, never-ending, unfailing. And, and so we say have your way tonight, Holy Spirit, as we come together to uh, seek you, Lord, for wisdom, for guidance, for instruction, for direction, uh, to encourage your children tonight concerning increasing their faith. And so, Lord, we just thank you and pray that as we decrease, you will increase, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, speak through and for us all. Be our advocate. Be our intercessor. Be our teacher tonight. Let you be seen and heard, God, and not us. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right, Elderly, you want to um, just open us up in the discussion tonight? Yes, uh, the, the topic is is so wide, Rob. It's so wide. Increasing the faith in time of need. And this is definitely a spiritual pandemic. Amen? Because everybody's looking at it on the physical uh, site. But this, this is really spiritual, too, because we, we're on two battlefields right now. And um, one is the uh, the carnal, and the other one is the spiritual. So when you was talking about the title tonight, I was like, you know, this, this thing can go so many different ways because on the spiritual, the believers have to really get, get busy. Amen? We're we, we going to have to get busy Amen. because it's to a point now to where, you know, God is calling us all to the battlefield. You know, his soldiers, you know, his intercessors, his prayer warriors, because, I mean, he knows what needs to be done, but he wants to see us executed. 
Amen. He wants to see us get down and pray. Because I, I seen something on Facebook um, where it was saying a church full of people on their knees is is better than an army on their feet. And when I seen that, it showed you a picture of a church, and everybody in the church was kneeling on their knees praying because God is saying right now, this is the time we need to call every believer to prayer. Amen. 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 And and I, I had I was, I had wrote down a question that I wanted to try to ask everybody on the panel, and just just to get a, a say a take a view on what you feel about what's going on. Like, what what is your take on the opening of the cities and the restaurants and everything else that they're talking about right now? And I, I want to try to you know it's for reasons <laughs> that that we know. I want to try to get Reverend Toy on and. Um, See what what is what, what is your take on that as far as you know? Do you think that you know it's too soon? Do you think that they're you know they're they're jumping the gun because businesses have been out for so long and you know they need you know to get back in line so they can start making their money? Or, or how do you feel about that? I believe well, that. Every, let, go ahead, Pastor. I, I believe that. Um, we're moving too fast. I believe we're moving right. too soon. Um, I believe that we we are putting ourselves in danger unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I believe I believe in that old African proverb that says, um, "They who do not remember their past are destined to repeat it." Amen. And I I remember the Spanish flu. Um, it, it was about a hundred years ago. My grandmother was actually born during the time of that pandemic, and at the end of, I believe it was World War II, they mm-hmm. um, decided here in New York City after they had quarantined the country that they were going to have this big parade because the war was over and they were trying to lift the morale of the people. And they had this big parade, and what happened was about a month or so later, what had initially cost about 2 million deaths had jumped up to 50 million deaths because they opened up too soon. They gathered together quickly, too too quickly in large groups. Um, So when I look at that part of it, I'm like, you know, y'all y'all are playing with our lives. Y'all are playing with our livelihood. Um, Amen. When I look at what's going on around it with all of the protests and, you know, I'm not even going to talk about looting anymore because I believe that has actually calmed down for the most part. If it's still going on, it's going on in small pockets um, in different locations, but with the riots, the everything that's going on, I'm in agreement with what you said at the start of it, that God is calling for his children to step up. And the first yeah. thing he's doing right now is he's trying to increase our faith. Right. He, he He's trying to increase our faith because for this next phase of life, if you have no faith, you're not going to be able to make it. See, Amen. Christians and believers for so long, we walked by sight, our paychecks coming in every week or every two weeks. We saw um, how our bills were going to get paid. We knew exactly how something was going to happen. 
we knew where we could go to congregate together for strength and encouragement. And then all of a sudden, all of that was taken away. And now, you know, people started freaking out because their cabinets were going bare and their bank accounts were going into the negatives. And I'm sitting here looking, going, but what happened to your faith? Like, now that you don't see it, where's your faith? Because remember, we walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. Do I believe we're moving too fast? Yes. Do I believe that the children of God who walk in the wisdom of God are going to be okay? I really and truly do. Those of us who are fool enough to believe that God is going to do exactly what he told us he's going to do in his word, I believe that we're going to be fine. Amen. Amen. Um, I, I, you know, I, I agree with you there, Pastor Toy, because this this thing that they're doing, and, and I'm gonna I'm get with our brother Rob and let him speak on this next. But I, I believe that they're, they're looking at this from a business point of view. You know, because so many people are saying, yes, yes, we need to open because these businesses, some of these businesses aren't going to come back. You know, and that's just something we got to face because some of them. The mom and pop stores and the small stores that was just barely holding on before this thing arised, they they were halfway out the door anyway. Well, so, you, you know, have to remember. Mm-hmm, go ahead, Pastor. This country is controlled by money. Right. The people right. in control are the people are those one percenters. The people mm-hmm. with the money who's in control, and even if it's somebody that does not come from uh, money that may be sitting on the Senate or on Congress, you're still controlled by money through the lobbyist group. So it doesn't surprise me that they're looking more towards money because that's that's what the God of this world is. I mean, I know that on our dollars and on our money we put in God we trust, Mm-hmm. But when you see how they freaking out because they don't see money now, you know what God they were referring to, that right. almighty dollar. So what happened to your trust in, in, in the, the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings? Uh, bro- Brother me. Rob, in, yes. in, in that aspect, um, how, how do you feel about the opening in, uh, of certain you know, restaurants and you know, stores and stuff like that. And do how, how do you feel that they can practice this this, this safe distancing and, and all this? And you you're in a closed building. Well, the thing is, is that you know this government always operates on smoke and mirrors, and I just hate to you know just sit there because it always seems like those that sit there and say, "Well, this is the government's problem. This is what they created," and at the end they always look like fools. But the thing is, the government is always operating on smoke and mirrors. So if you understand what's going on is that they ask everybody to be quarantined and at the same sense there's major world changing things happening and they know that people are going to come together no matter who they are, black, white, Chinese. You know, as a matter of fact, there's an Oriental neighbor I've seen jogging in my neighborhood this morning before I even, you know, went to work that he had Black Lives Matter. You know, and so everybody gets to understand and everybody gets to rally. They know at that right. rallying point where they get everybody out there, they haven't everybody had that mentality that COVID nineteen took half time and you have a reason to go out. 
And when they have that effect on people, where people gather and they rally to one specific point or one specific thing, that's when the major distraction comes in and all of a sudden, you know, everything is opening up. And the reason why that's happening is because now you want everybody to be exposed to the dangers that you have no way of, you know, that you know you made sure that you are not going to be harmed or in harm's way. So why are you, you know, even, you know, and this goes to the, the police that are policing the areas, this goes to the people that protest, and this goes to the instigators. It feels as though in one whole fell swoop, we'll get rid of a whole lot of them. And that's just the way the government has oper- always operated. They've operated that from all the way from the 30s up until now, where they feel as though, you know, they had that mentality. But the thing that I want everybody to, you know, that's the negative. So I do have to put a positive there. So the positive right. that I want to express is that when Paul was in prison, mm-hmm. Paul became the Apostle Paul. He became more effective in prison than he was out there evangelizing and, you know, just spreading the ministry and the gospel of Christ. <clears throat> when he was in prison, he was actually able to communicate with the churches and let them know through his letters to the churches. Right. And that's what we need to do. We need to make sure that we have effective communication with the, with people that are around us, with our, our ministers, our pastors, our churches, and anybody that has a, a word of positivity, a word of spreading Christ's gospel, because Paul was in total solitude. He was quarantined in jail, but yet he mm-hmm. was still able to send his letters out to the churches. And I think that was the most effectiveness. And I think what we should do is when we were in quarantine or we are in a, a portion of quarantine, that we reflected on something and we gathered some, uh, some good positive qualities with ourselves. And instead of going out and looting or tearing fire and stuff, which we I know and I do understand, and I do understand the frustration because I witnessed, you know, through – so many years of the same thing happening over and over again, and I keep asking myself, why us? Why us? But we also have to understand that we have to project, you know, all that negativity, we have to cast it aside, and also with good comes bad. You know, we have to make sure that we have that projective, that that good outshines that bad. Because we can't just go out and say we're going to do good by protesting, and then turn turn around and set fire or something, or start looting and, and things like that. Because this is what the attitude they think. They say, "See, look at them. This is why this happened." Mm-hmm. No, it's not why it happened. It happened is you took no reaction. There's always an innocent verdict, and they say justice is blind. But justice will never open their eyes at our plight and what's going on. You know why? Because it's the way we act. We have to be proactive, not reactive. We have to make sure that everybody understands. Now, everybody wants to vote now. But before, nobody had that. It was always an afterthought. Well, why should I? Now everybody understands why you should vote. And that's, you know, 
my point that I'm putting in right now. So that's not before everything cools down and you start spending money and, you know, because everything's open and you walk around without a mask and stuff like that. COVID didn't take a halftime. Circumstances made sure that people thought COVID was taking a break. We didn't even consistently across the country had 80 degree weather when they said COVID-19 should die out through the weather. Mm-hmm. But we still are going out and we're going about, a, you know, we're going about like, you know, COVID-19, it took a break. No, it did not take a break because we won't find out until another 14 days after we had these massive protests that we actually do more harm to ourselves than our cause. And that's the point I just want to make. Yeah. And uh, um, I understand, you know, exactly what you're saying, but let me let me put this so uh, we can get let Minister Bernard shine a little light on it. The same thing as far as with the uh, everything opening with this first wave, uh, Minister Bernard. How do you feel that? Um, or what do you what do you feel as far as the way they're doing that, opening everything up? Uh, how is this second wave gonna gonna evolve? And you know, um, what 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 do you feel that you know God's people what should be their uh, presentation to it, as far as to the unbelievers? Because you know they're going. You know the second wave they say is supposed to be worse than the first one, and they're definitely going to be looking for people of God. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm sitting here, and uh, as you uh, were speaking, God just downloaded in me. Uh, he said, uh, "When we walk by faith, we move differently than the world." Right. And so, um, you know, it's, we definitely have to be strategic in how we move and how we respond. Mm-hmm. Um, wisdom is a must. You know, uh, God created us to be smart, to be wise. And uh, looking at James chapter 1, verse 5, um, and even in verse 6, and it says, you know, if any of you lack wisdom, let him act of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. And so no matter what decisions are being made in the world, we have to be stable. We have to have stability in our faith. We have Amen. to be strong in our faith. And so we don't always have to, res- you know, respond radically or, you know, outrageously right. or, um, you know, always get in our feelings and feel some type of way. Our responsibility as children of God is to remain in faith and to move strategically. See, we are connected to God, the Mm -hmm. source, the source of everything. And so because we are connected to God, we can get a download instantly. And so when decisions are being made, we can go to God and get that download and move in a way that he leads. And so Mm -hmm. we have to use wisdom. And I cracked a joke uh, yesterday uh, because we, me and my wife, we went downstairs at the uh, apartment complex of where we stay, and mm-hmm. they finally, you know, opened up the swimming pool. 
And I cracked the joke. I said, uh, I said, you know, yeah, it's, it's summertime now. You know, I said, but uh, I don't know about jumping in that pool all quick. You know, still got, <laughs> still got to use some wisdom. You know, people oh, all yeah. in the pool, and you know, but let me just sum it up by saying this: We are not created to live in fear, to function according to fear or worry or doubt or stress or frustration. We have to be in faith. And because we're talking tonight about increasing faith, that's mm-hmm. what our faith should do. You know, as we function, no matter what the government say, no matter what uh, anybody in office says, our government is the kingdom of God. We're governed, right. we're, we're governed by heaven. You know, everything we need comes from heaven. You know, mm-hmm. our government is heaven. It's the kingdom of God. Our our rights, our laws, mm-hmm. our legislation comes from right. it, it's the word of God. And so that's where we go. And we go to God and we get that download and God will download in us what to do, how to move, how to plan, who to connect with, who to call. You know, even if it's a situation where something opens and other people may press forward and indulge, but God may say, wait. And so that's what faith is. Faith, once again, the Holy Spirit is telling me to say that, you know, that's why when it comes to faith, faith is knowing, you know, when it comes to faith and renewing your mind, it's going to God because that's the first order of business. I'm not going to move until I seek God. I'm not doing nothing until I seek God. I'm not going to be conformed to this world, but I'm going to be transformed by the renewing of my mind. So that I can prove, we all can prove, what is that good and acceptable? God's perfect will. And so we should always consult with God. We should always go to God, even in the smallest of situations. God, what do you want me to do? God loves that because it shows that we depend on him. We move by faith. And it does not matter the instruction that God gives that may not be logical or it may not make sense. God gave it. We move forward on it. And we we stand our ground. So even in, you know, concerning where we are and as we press forward, our faith should always be increasing, not decreasing, right. but always increasing. No matter how tough the times get, no matter what goes on, that is all the more a reason for us to continue to strengthen and nourish our faith because our faith is our covering. We're covered when we're in faith. We're protected when we're in faith. God's word is at work in those who believe when we're in faith. And so everything God promised and declared in this word, if I'm in faith, no weapon formed against me is is not going to prosper. If I'm in faith, I'm going to conquer everything exceedingly because we are more Mm. than conquerors through Jesus Christ. If I'm in faith, I'm effective, and I ain't got nothing to worry about as long as I'm seeking God for guidance. Amen. 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 Like Tori was saying earlier, we walk by faith and not by sight, but people are walking by sight now. But see, I, I had a saying ever since I was young when I was in the military, God said it, I believe it, and that settles it. You know, so can't nobody, I mean, we're going to always have a little wavering in our faith. You know, we all know that, especially being in the Word. But God always said that, you know, I, I will never leave you nor forsake you. 
And uh, Proverbs 18 and 10 said, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. So we we need to know that, I guess, during this time, we have to put on what they call spiritual blinders. You know, you, you ever see them horses be running in Kentucky Derby and, and, and all the races, the things that they have on their eyes, because you don't want to lose focus. And I, I, I think we did a show on this a long time ago, me and my wife. Everything that goes wrong in your life is because you lost focus. No matter what it is, if you're in school and you don't get what the teacher's teaching because you lost focus. If you're driving down the street and have a car accident and it's your fault, you lost focus. If you're in a relationship, things start going wrong, you lost focus. You take your eyes off of what's going on, and that's when stuff starts going wrong. But in this time and day, we need to put those spiritual blinders on so that we can just see what God wants us to see. You know, because there's so many roads to travel, but there's only one that is going to get us to where we need to go and get us through this pandemic. So we, we, yes. Can I say something right there? Yes, you, yes, you, you did. Saying, you said, you know, people's faith sometimes waver. And, and I wanted to help those when you find yourself in a position where you you are a believer and you mm-hmm. do walk faith, but you might be at a place where this is your first time walking through this mm-hmm. thing. So you face might be a little bit shaky, but if you remember back in um, Mark chapter 9, somewhere mm-hmm. around the 20th verse, the, the man, his child had gotten sick, and he came running to Jesus looking and seeking for Jesus to heal his child. And Jesus said to him, um, starting at the 23rd verse, if you can believe that all things are possible, to him right. And then the father immediately, th- this is one of my favorite verses in the scripture because it tells you exactly how to begin to stretch out on faith. The father mm-hmm. said, Lord, please, and help my unbelief. He said, That's I believe right. that mm-hmm. you can do it because I've heard all the people talking about what you've done. I heard how you gave sight to the blind. I heard how you made the deaf hear. I heard how you made the mute speak. I heard how you made uh, the the man by the pool uh, get up, take his bed, and walk. I heard all of those things, so I believe that you can do it, but I still got that little piece that's doubting that that think I'm not worthy of you doing it or might think that I'm too sinful for you to do it. And so he Mm -hmm. cried out, Lord, but help my unbelief. And because he was honest on that area of unbelief, God showed Jesus showed up for him and showed out for him. And that's Amen. what we have. We have to remember God's word said it's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So when we find ourselves wavering, you got to get to that place of Lord, I believe, and help my unbelief. Amen. I, I saw you, but help my unbelief. I know you can do it, but help where there's doubt. Help where there's fear. Help mm-hmm. where there's fear. Amen. Mm-hmm. And then Amen. watch them do it. Because I've been telling everybody since all of this stuff started, I work for myself. Mm-hmm. I, I'm self-employed. I'm considered a, a private contractor. So when, when I don't work, I don't, you know, I don't get paid. Amen. But from start to finish, 
I've had people say, oh, you should go do this and you'll qualify for that. Oh, you should go do this and you'll qualify for that. God said, nope, I, I just want you to trust me. And Amen. when I say he met all of my needs, I mean not not just the need that I need to eat, but he's met what I want to eat. Amen. Amen. Like anybody know me know I love my Pepsi. I ain't went without a Pepsi since it started. Uh, because amen. God made it. My bills are paid because God is making a way. So I just wanted to share that. Go ahead, y'all. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Amen. But 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 you know, Pastor Toy, what you said is, is so true and is relative, relevant to now because I can't think when a time when, you know, even we had a little doubt in us that he's never brought us through. So why should he stop now? Amen. You know, and I mean, if you think about it, you know, I want all of us on the panel to really think about it. When your back was against the wall and it just seemed like it was no way out at all, God never left you there with your back against the wall. It may not have been what you thought you needed in that time, but it was what he thought you needed to get through that time. Because he's not going to sit there and just have you, he's just going to overwhelm you. You know, he's going to let you know that I need you to do some work too. So, you know, like you said, bills, you know, and we've all been there. You know, if, if you're still breathing right now, you'd had a time where you worried about a bill or you had a time where you looked at the refrigerator and looked kind of shaky. You know, you, you had two or three meats left in there, and, you know, you, you had to, and, and that's that's what I love love about my wife and, and, and women, period. They sit up there, and they will make something out of nothing. But we still had stuff to eat. Now, I, I've, I've talked to people. They haven't ate for three or four days. So, see, we blessed, and, 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 and sometimes we don't even look at it like that way, you know? So even in this thing that's going on right now, we have to look at how blessed we are because I tell people I get tired of going to my job, and, and Rob, I talk to him about this. I get tired of going in. I complain mm-hmm. sometimes. At least I have a job to complain about. Amen? Some people can't, Amen. Some people can't complain about nothing. I got a job I go to. I get paid every two weeks. You know, so so God lets me know, look, look, I know, you know, you're getting ready for retirement and this and that, you know, and you've been there for a while, but, you know, I just need you to hold on because the change is coming. And, and the majority of the times we can't see how blessed we are until somebody else come around us that's less fortunate. Some people still mm-hmm. getting on buses. I haven't got on a bus in I don't know how many years, not unless I wanted to. And was going somewhere, like Pastor Toy said, they, he always provided food because he said, you know, he, he'll never see us, you know, hungry or forsaken or, you know, I see begging for bread. But but the thing is, it, it, it is so important for us, like, like Bernard, you know, everybody was saying earlier, that we have to get together as believers and the world is looking at us. Daddy! You know, we may not think they are. But they looking at us because see, they may not say it. They may they may not say it. That's my granddaughter, I guess she's trying to get on the radio. Um they may not say it but but they're looking for us for strength. Because if you ever notice people that are atheists, you know, something happened to them, they first thing they holler, Oh my God. I say, What? You know, you can't tell me it's nobody that don't know God. Uh, you know, or his son. But um <laughs> <laughs> let me let me go on to this to this next question because she she's trying to chime in. Um, now, as far as I've been watching on TV, and you know, I know all you guys are watching too. How these churches been opening up? How do how do you feel 
how do you feel about that passatory with the churches opening up? I mean, say that the sanctuary that we attend, if they open up tomorrow, and go ahead. Um, again, I think that we are moving too soon. Mm-hmm. But take judgment on what the men and women of God who are the angels over their branches of Zion are saying that they are led to being led to do. You you understand right. what I'm saying? I can yeah, I, I, I understand on what I'm hearing in my spirit. And it's like Minister Bernard said, we're not to live and operate under fear. You mm-hmm. understand? And if <laughs> Thank you, Lord. This this is going to sound a little bit um, upsetting to some people, but it's it's the truth of it. Amen. If those who are gathering together in their different buildings are truly children of God, and they're flowing under the unction and leadership of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. They make it plain. They're going to be fine. And if you mm-hmm. walk into the door of those sanctuaries where the Holy Spirit is reigning, y'all going to be fine. But if you are in the sanctuary where you follow more talent than you do anointing, mm-hmm. or if you're in the sanctuary where the word of God is being toyed with to tickle your ears so that types can keep coming in, you might want to be a little bit concerned. Amen. Amen. Because at the end of the day, God is at a place where he is tired of folk playing with him. Mm-hmm. And here goes the deal. When people hear me say that, they think I'm talking about the world. No, I'm talking about the church. Church. Because mm-hmm. remember when the buildings first got shut down, everybody lost their mind. Oh, they closed the church. They closed the church. How dare you ever say that? That building isn't the church, the body, the people. The, we make up the body oh. of Christ. We are the church. They can never close down the church. They can shut oh. down places where we go to congregate, but they can never yeah. shut down the church. So, mm, yeah, come some folks are going to be fine. And some folks should be very concerned. And for those mm. out there, as I said earlier, as you heard Minister Bernard say, I pray that you talk and seek God before you move so that you can flow under the unction and the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. Because remember, the same God who talks to leadership talks to you too if you're talking with him on a regular basis. Amen. That, Amen. That's Amen. about it for that one. <laughs> Okay, Minister Bernard, I know that, you know, you, um, like I did coming up, you you uh, attended a lot of different churches, but how do you feel about the opening of these churches and how they're talking about they're going to keep social distance and the couple churches that they had, I don't, I don't know if you've seen it, I, I'm quite sure you did, about the one minister that had got arrested and he came back and opened up his church again. So it's like... You know, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. So, how, how do you how do you feel about that? Yeah, I'm, uh, if you are as Pastor Toy has expressed, if if you are literally moving according to the leading of the Holy Spirit, 
mm-hmm. you are not in the wrong. Um, Amen. We always have to do an assessment to make sure we're not leaning to our own understanding. And that's why the Bible says, you know, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not to thy own understanding. Acknowledge him in all thy ways, and he will direct our path. That is the assurance that we have in God's word. That is the instruction to go to him. It's not what I think. It's what God tells me. Mm-hmm. I didn't write that down. It's not what I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, before you forget it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's not what I think. It's what mm-hmm. God tells me. And so that's how we need to function. That's all about functioning by faith. And sometimes we get caught up in how we're going to look or how we're going to be perceived. Come on. Or, or it, come on. It, it, no, 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 no. I'm functioning by faith. And faith ain't mm-hmm. logical. Faith ain't, it don't make sense sometimes. And if God tell me hold back, I'm going to hold back. If he tell me press forward, I'm going to press forward. If he tell me to move over, move to the side, I'm going to move to the side. So when it comes to these churches, the biggest thing for me, here, here's, here's it, what it is, right? I'm, I'm going to just give it to y'all straight up. Here's what it is. When it comes to the church's gathering, make sure you're in faith. Make sure you're in faith. Because if you're not, then you're in trouble. And so if you want to move forward, and be in fellowship and congregate and all those things, make sure your faith is strong. That's what I say. Because if you're in faith, you're, you're covered. I'm not saying Amen. don't use wisdom. Please, you know, use wisdom. Wash your hands. When it comes to these churches, like, you know, everybody's so quick to get back to the church. We all want to get back to church. We all love being in the church building. You know, our place of worship, where we give God praise, where we meet and greet, you know, where we come together in agreement, you know, that's, 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 we all want to get there because we have great experiences. We all want to be in church. We all want to dance. We all want to shout. We want to worship. We want to be around family and friends. There's nothing wrong with that. But I believe that every time situations like this take place, God got us right where he wants us. And so sometimes, you know, God got a, a way of getting our attention. And our attention, it, it don't always mean death and danger. You know, right. um, we know that obedience brings blessings and disobedience brings curses. And you're going to have to deal with the consequences of your decision. And, and so, but when we, you know, when it comes to that, we have to use wisdom. We have to seek God first. And so, you know, when it comes to being in church, it's not a bad thing, but is it what's best for right now? You know, do we need to wait a little longer? Do we need to just, you know, still embrace this season mm-hmm. of quality time with God? Because God got, got us right where he wants us. A lot of us been in the word more than what we, you know, more than we've been in the word before the pandemic. A lot of us are seeking God more than we were seeking him before the pandemic. You know, parents are focusing actually, actually, and I'm not being shady, but parents are actually focusing on their children more than they was before the pandemic. They actually Mm -hmm. have opportunities to sit and listen to what's on their children's minds and what's in their hearts. A lot of us actually got some rest 
that we need instead of running around all crazy and trying to mm-hmm. do a million different things before the pandemic. God has a way of getting our attention. And, and here's what he revealed to me. He said, I put y'all in position to apply what you've been learning because a lot of times all y'all been doing is just going through the motions of right. going to church. Right. Y'all, y'all I, I, I'm saved and I go to church on Sunday. That we just go through the motions. We go through the formalities. You know, uh, of, of, you know, I go to church on Sunday, but God says, nah, now I put you in a position where you ain't got your job, you ain't got the things that you used to having, and now you ain't got no choice but to seek me. You can't depend on man. You can't depend on what you had before. You have to depend on me as provider. You have to depend on me as protector. You have mm-hmm. to depend on me as deliverer. You have to depend on me as the God of restoration. You have to take advantage of where you are so you can get to know me for yourself because I'm getting ready to show myself to you, but you're going to miss it if you're not focused. And so y'all want to run back to the building. That's fine to have that great experience to shout and to receive a word, but I want to put you in position, thus say of the Lord, where you actually have to apply where you learn where you're not going to keep going through these days and just going through the motions and going mm-hmm. to the church because that's what you do on Sunday. No, I'm going to put you in a position where you're not in the church. So are you going to get a, how are you going to get a word now? You're going to have to get into the Bible. Yes, we have virtual services right. and we have pastors and ministries that have been faithful mm-hmm. online and live streaming, and we thank God for sustaining the ministries and, and for how he's been using um, pastors and all of the above, right. but we have to stay focused and be in tune to what God is doing and why he allowed. I did a, and that's just confirmation, and I'll just end it with that. You know, I did the Monday motivational moment today, and the Lord gave me accept what God allows and trust him to work it out. And so we all want to get back to church, but we got to let God lead us. Take it one step at a time and, and, and let God be God. And eventually, yes, we will be back in the church. Those churches who are gathering, hey, listen, all I can say to that is just make sure your faith is strong because the enemy, he lurks, he seeks to kill, steal, and destroy. And if he can't get to you because you, you know, if he can't get to you, he'll try to get to you through somebody else. And so, you know, it's okay to go to church. And it's okay to social distance and to sanitize and wash your hands, use wisdom and do all of those things. But as you travel and as you move and as you go to different places and around people, just make Mm -hmm. sure, first of all, just make sure your faith is strong. And also, make sure you can discern. And if you can't discern, get with somebody who can so that you can Mm -hmm. know what's going on in the spiritual realm. And so that way there'll be no surprises. Amen. Can, can, Amen. Can I piggyback on that real quick, Pastor. I mean, Elder. Go ahead. Go ahead, Pastor. Because I love what he said when he said that God is teaching us how to apply what we've learned. Because mm-hmm. when you look at time, the feast days, the seven feast days of God, mm-hmm. lay out the entire story of salvation and God's relationship with man. Passover, talking about Jesus Christ and his sacrifice. Right. The Feast of Unleavened Bread, 
talking about the removal of sin from our lives once we apply the blood of the Passover lamb. The feast of first fruit, talking about the resurrection of Jesus Christ. He is the first fruit of the resurrection. And he is the one for us that hope in eternal life through Christ Jesus. The feast of first fruit. Then you have the feast of Pentecost which is we just recently celebrated. We refer to it as the birthday of the church, the day that the Lord released the Holy Spirit upon the church. Now, these four feasts that we have watched be fulfilled were the first four feasts that God had given to the children of Israel. The next feast that we're waiting for is the Feast of Trumpets. Mm -hmm. Now, the Feast Trumpet, for those who don't know, refers to the resurrection because he's going to rapture up the church. But the deal of the truth of the situation is in him rapturing up the church, some, he refers to it in the book of Revelation when John said, Lord, who are these? Because I see a number that no man can number. Number. He said, Mm -hmm. unto God, these are they who made it through the great tribulation. There are some tribulation day saints that are here and that are still to come. However, what's not going to be here during the tribulation is the church, the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. not in the manner that it is now. So you will have nothing but faith to walk in and to walk on. And God is trying to teach us how to apply that faith to our lives right now. That's why we do what we do here at Purpose Kingdom Network, because God is teaching us how to apply that faith right now to get us prepared for the next disposition of time that is set up for creation. And the first step, the first step, and walking by faith is the accepting of the gift that God gave to us. Yes. Which itself through the flesh and blood of Jesus Christ. He said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And despite everything anybody anywhere might tell you that you have to do to be able to have a personal relationship by God with yes. God, the only thing you have to do is ask. You have to believe. You have Amen. to believe that he is who he said he is and that he will do what he said he will do in every one of us. Hallelujah, God. Now, Minister Bernard, I'm going to pass it to you so that you can lead us in the call of salvation and prayer to every and have prayer over everyone. And we want to rejoice and touch and agree as we rejoice in advance for the souls that we are believing God that are coming to him this evening. Minister Bernard. Amen. Amen. And, and so with that being said, I want to encourage those of you who are listening tonight under the sound of my voice and those who will listen. Let me encourage you and let you know you're never alone. No longer do you have to feel like you have to fend for yourself. No longer do you have to have the mindset that you have to handle everything on your own. 
No longer do you have to be frustrated, fearful, worried, or stressed because making the decision today, tonight, to accept Christ in your life, all things will get better. It'll be the best decision you can ever make in your life because with God, you're never alone. He loves you unconditionally, and he'll never leave you nor forsake you. All you got to do is initiate the move and get to know him for yourself. Accept him into your heart and cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. As Pastor Toy has said, through the leading of the Holy Spirit in John three sixteen and 17, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. For he sent the son not to condemn the world, but so that the world can be saved. Through him. It says in Romans 8 and 1, for there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. And and along with that, one more, Romans 10 and 13, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Let me give you some good news, family. It doesn't matter what your past is. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter where you're from, where you are today what you've done, the mistakes you've made, the decisions you've made, the people you've been around, or the places you've been. If you call on the name of Jesus by faith, believing in who he is, believing in what he's done for you, and believing in what he's able to do for you, he'll show up for you, and he'll work everything out for your good. If that's you, I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Just say, Father, forgive me, for I have sinned and falling short of your glory I believe That Jesus Christ Is The son of God Jesus Save me I accept you As my Lord And Savior Come into my heart Come into my life And stay in my life In Jesus name Holy Spirit Come into my heart Come into my life and have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Family, if you just repeated that prayer after me, you just got saved. If you believe it without a shadow of a doubt, you just got saved. And this is the first day of the best days of the rest of your life. And we encourage you to get into a Bible preaching, teaching, believing church where they can help you grow spiritually through the word of God where y'all can show each other love and help encourage and inspire each other to press forward by faith. God bless you, and we love you, and I'm going to turn this back over to Brother Rob and Pastor Toy. Yeah, uh, Brother Rob, do you have any announcements? Uh, Yes, real quickly, I'm going to go ahead and do the announcements. And once I finish the announcements, we're going to close out the show. But uh, this is the Private Purpose Kingdom Network, and I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining for tonight's program. Whether you are listening online or via phone, we'd like to thank you so much. And this has been Episode 1210, and um, we thank you with, with uh, celebrating with Roundtable Ministries. And, wow, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I, I am just grateful to be a, a, a part of Roundtable Ministries and just, you know, my small part I play in, I'm just happy because, um, man, these are my brothers in Christ and sisters in Christ, 
and I am just so happy to just converse with them for this night. And if you want to correspond with us here at Purpose Kingdom Network, you can correspond with us here at Purpose Kingdom Net at gmail.com. You can send your comments, questions, concerns. You can simply say hello or send a prayer request. We gladly honor that. Uh, we're also on Instagram and Twitter at Purpose underscore Kingdom. And we invite you to like us on our Facebook page at Purpose Kingdom. You can see our upcoming shows and advertisements. And uh, please feel, feel free to share with a friend. And we thank you so much for doing so. Well, God's moon, God's blessing, will be joining us tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour for DTW Ministries with Reverend Aaron Williams. Once again, well, God's will and God's blessing, we hope you join us tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour for DTW Ministries with Reverend Aaron Williams. Uh, we thank you, and uh, please uh, also, we have a morning word of inspiration almost each and every morning that we're able to uh, send out that morning word of inspiration on Anchor.com or Anchor FM. Just simply type in Purpose Kingdom, and you also get a morning word of inspiration. And then we convene with us tomorrow night at 9 p.m. for Deep Public Ministries with Reverend Aaron Williams. We'd like to thank each and every one of you for listening and supporting the Share Purpose Kingdom Network. And anytime you want to hear any of our past or previous broadcasts, you can go to www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. You can just simply type in a host name and a show name, and you can hear that show in its entirety and at your convenience. And like I said, also, please feel free to share with friends and family members, and we just thank you so much for your support here at Purpose Kingdom Network. No matter where you're listening to us in the world, we just thank you. And with that being said, that's going to be the end of these announcements, and we're going to reconvene with our show. So, Elder Lee, let me just uh, bring you back in. Amen, amen. Thank you, our Minister Bernard, uh, for the call of salvation. I know that shit that touched a lot of hearts tonight because the, we 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 in a trouble 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 times right now. But I mean, not not for us. We see and we don't see. But um, I was reading here in Deuteronomy thirty-one and eight, where it says, "It is the Lord who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not fail you." Or forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. So that, that that's a mouthful right there because you said earlier, Ms. Bernard, you know, we, we, we don't supposed to be fearing what's going on. I mean Right. I believe and this this is this is a personal thing. I believe everything that God takes us through, he's really preparing us for something that we aren't really ready for in the future. So we might be coming up on something even worse than this, but we're getting equipped. Right now, through the word, and and through you know, because we 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 was always told that every trial turns into a testimony. So you know, God God is really really doing His thing with this pandemic, but we have to stay focused. We really do, and, and like I said earlier when we first started the show, I really love the uh, the title "Increasing the Faith in Times of Need." And I was telling telling Robert when I heard it, it you know it came to me, you know, you, you hear stuff, Mr. Bernard and, and, and Pastor Toy, and it just gives you a different version of it, and when I see an increase in the faith in times of, of need, it gave yeah. me increasing the faith in times of need like this, because we are, we are smack dab in the middle of this thing, and like I said, you know, if you guys don't remember too much of anything tonight, and you, you, you are believers out there, believe that your friends, the ones you work with, 
I mean, the people that you meet on the bus that you take a ride with, they are looking at you, and they're looking for, for help from you. You know, so this is really the time to go and start, you know, speaking the good word of the Lord to these people. Because right now it's just like they're, they're graduating or they're wide open. You know, they're getting ready to embark out the world, so they're ready for all kind of information. They're ready for all kind of knowledge. And see, this is when we can bring, you know, the souls into the storehouse. Because right now they're looking for all kind of, you know, I don't know what's going on. You know, oh, my God. So the God always tells us pray without ceasing. And, you know, I pray that, you know, we can come through this, not saying in most battles you're going to have scars. You're going to have scars as you go through battles. And that's, that's just a fact. You know, that's a fact of life. But let's be able to bounce back from this and be a shining light for these people, especially the non-believers. And, and, and then, the you know, the new Christians, you know, they're looking on the sidelines too. Like, you know, you know I, I want to get in the game, but, you know, I, 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 I need some more practice. You know, I, I need some more word in me. And, and that's what they're looking for. You know, and I, I know on my job every night I got people come in that tell me that they're atheists, and we sit down and we have a good conversation because they're open. So when God leaves that, that he, I see that opening right there, I'll plug in every now and then. Because you, you know how when we was growing up, uh, Pastor Tori and Bernard, where we was young and they browbeat you with the words. They made you run from the church. Now is the time for us to be real patient, you know, and a lot of people ain't going to understand. Some people are going to take longer than others. So, I mean, you know, we're going to have to have that patience to let them know, you know, God always Amen. said that he never leave you nor forsake you. So, we, you know, ask me or tell me what you need to know. Because most people are going to say, you know, I, you know, this thing is like too much and, you know, I don't have a job. Okay, well, like you said earlier, Minister Bernard, God is putting a lot of us on the sideline to let us know, now I can talk to you. Now you have nothing to do. You can't run down to the corner store. You can't run over your friend's house. You know, you, you can't go shoot basketball and be out to 11 in the morning or 11 at night. You know, and, and, and now I have your attention. Let's talk. Yeah. God is saying the same thing to us. What you don't know, ask me. I'm here to, 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 to set, set it straight. You know, I, I need for you to talk to me. And like you said, there's a lot of people... That took more time in with God than they ever did before, Minister Bernard. You was right, 100%. You know, and, and like you say, God loves that. You know, he, he wants to know that, you know, I have your attention. And now this is something that you can, even when you go in the Bible, you can read the same verse, but you can go back three years later and get something different out of it. Exactly. So, so, so he he's like, you know, with love. And a lot of people don't understand that, you know, they're thinking, oh, you know, because people always come with the same phrase, you know, anything the devil got to do, he got to, you know, ask God permission. God is, is going to do what he needs to do to get to succeed where he needs to go. So, you know, I, I guess as I'm getting older, I'm learning to be more patient to where it's like, no, I don't care what it looked like. I know the end result. Amen. But, um, before, before we leave, Rob, I, I don't want to leave you out. I know we got like a minute left, but... Real quickly, you know, um, the, this this question is, is like rhetorical, but it's just like people would hear it. When do when do you feel that the time, or you think, yeah, it's your opinion, the time would be right for them to go on and start doing this stuff they're doing now, the opening up of this and that? Do, do is there a time frame? 
or you know. Well, well, actually, I'm going to sound real corny about this, but come on, this sound is the best corny. way I can describe, huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to describe it real quick. Um, now I know everybody says, well, you know, uh, we have an intuition built into us, but a lot of men uh, don't pay attention to that intuition. Uh, but women do, and even though women do pay attention to their intuition, um, sometimes men do, and sometimes we all do. And it's just like, you know, a man, you know, explaining to a woman, say, hey, uh, I just went to an astronaut training. I'm going to the moon. I'll be back in three days. And she's going to say, in her mind, I don't believe you. And it's the same way as somebody says, hey, you know what, we're going to open a church, and everything's going to be fine. If you get the itching, that that's that intuition. You know, you have to follow your intuition, and it's there for a reason. You know, we all have it. Just women don't okay. just have it. We all have it. So we have to make sure we pay attention to our intuition, our heart, our spirit, because they're all wrapped up into one. You know, and if, if one is out of, out of accord, you know, we know, you know, it's just like, you know, we're driving down the road, and it says, Danger, road is out, or bridge is out. Are we going to keep going, or bridge is opening? Are we going to just keep going because we think uh, we can outrun, or we can we're going to just drive our car that fast that just go over that bridge that's that's you know no longer there? You know we have to make sure that we think. You know we don't have to be foolish. You know with our faith, our faith is there for us. To believe, but not believe foolishly. We just can't go out full-heartedly believing foolishly. We have to follow our intuition. If our intuition says, hey, you know what? You know, I, I, I do believe. But also you can say, hey, you know what? I do believe, but what they're, they're saying, I don't see them practicing where it doesn't match up. You know, it's unequal as far as what's matching up in my heart in my spirit, in what I'm seeing. And it's just that simple. You, know, you have to follow intuition, you know. And that's all I have to say on that matter. Amen, amen. And uh, my name is Elder Lee, and I would like to thank all the hosts for being on tonight because it, it is so it is so important. And I love the different views. And, and, and even with Pastor Toy, you know, we, we got the estrogen in there. And the thing is just so, you know, it comes together every, every month when we do this. But i just like to thank all y'all for coming on, you know, answering the questions, giving your opinions. And like, you know, Pastor Tony said a little earlier and Bernard said too, we walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. Amen. And, uh, oh, wait a minute. I think, I, I, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, I've heard Minister Bernard say this on Purpose Kingdom Network many times, and I see people say that again, Minister Bernard, I think you need to trademark this thing because, you know, yeah. we all have followed that, you know, wow. And it's just so profound. Thank you, Minister Bernard. Yeah, hey, to God be all the glory. I just want to say this. Listen, make sure you're in faith. No matter what you do as you press forward, use wisdom, seek God. Make sure you're in faith because if you're not in faith, you're in trouble. And we don't want nobody to be in trouble. God has blessed me to do a four-day uh, 
God has blessed me to do a four-day series on the power mm-hmm. of unity. And we really have to learn how to flow and function and come into agreement and be together and unified. And we have to have the mentality, no man left behind, no woman left behind. We really got to look out for everybody. So make sure you're in faith. And I love you. Everybody at Purpose Kingdom love you. And y'all already know, by faith we good. For we walk by faith and not by sight. God bless you, family. Amen. Amen, amen. God bless you. Round table is out. Amen. Jesus bless. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never want to see me down, I will not lose.